I have been thinking about one of my most cherished puzzles, which is the question, how is it that tyrants, and even those who are not so despotic, like monarchs and emperors, some of whom are relatively benevolent, manage to gather round themselves a sufficient coterie of loyal servants, some of whom seem extraordinarily ready to perform the most unspeakable acts of cruelty and violence in the name of their chosen leader. How is it that this seems to happen at any age, in any part of the world, regardless of education, prosperity, and most other things? Why is it that there are people ready to do what Putin commands, or what she commands, or what Biden or Trump or Johnson command, or anybody else? And I had a bit of a, I suppose, an epiphany yesterday when I was reading through the text of my own Unmaking Sense book, which is more or less finished, although I think rather too long and repetitive. But it occurred to me that one could formulate the problem the other way round. We look at this phenomenon of sycophantic loyalty, sometimes self-interested, sometimes fearful, sometimes genuine because of shared ambitions or shared beliefs. And we ask ourselves, why does it happen? But perhaps the better question is to ask, why does anything else strike us as possible? Or how could we have a situation where this didn't happen? And when you frame the question that way round, it starts to look different. And I'm going to call this the Paradise Theorem. And the Paradise Theorem says, in essence, the notion that there is some utopian state of human existence where we are all equal, perhaps different in our genetic composition, but certainly treated politically as equal, have equal opportunities, equal wisdom, make optimal choices, live autonomously for ourselves out of our own resources without being unduly swayed by others, external authorities, external to us or external to our world. All of this which sounds like paradise is in fact a fiction and a dangerous abstraction as well. Because the fact that we can, as we think, conceive of such a circumstance, such a world, such a life, 
device, the fact that we can conceive of it introduces an automatic dissatisfaction with the world as it really is around us or perhaps appears to be around us would be better. So we find ourselves permanently dissatisfied because the world has not taken the shape that this abstraction suggests would be best, best for all. Paradise. And the reason why that is dangerous is that because this paradise is unattainable, in fact a false aspiration, a false ideal, makes us permanently critical of everything around us because vanishingly small numbers of the possible states of the world would meet this perfectionist criterion. And even if they did meet it, momentarily, the vicissitudes of life would very quickly lead to the dissolution of that paradisical state. The Paradise Theorem basically says the world that we like to think we would like to live in isn't attainable. It is quite literally a fiction because it couldn't possibly exist. If one imagined it to exist, suppose, let's just put a little flesh on the bones, just suppose we had a world which for a very brief moment seemed so happy, so contented, so peaceful that we decided that we could dissolve all our armies disband all our police forces, close down all our security services and dismantle all our defensive armaments, what would be the next thing that would happen in that world? Well, somebody would take advantage of exactly that. And when the mobs or the armies or the thieves started marching down the road towards our house, we would immediately say, send for the police, call up the army, break out the shotgun, or whatever. And that would happen because equality, peace, is unstable. It just isn't an attainable, permanent, state. And even if it were, and even per adventure, if we were fortunate enough to avoid the excesses that would arise once we had disbanded our armies and our police and taken our weapons apart, even if we could avoid all those dangers, we would still be faced with the problem that it would be incredibly boring. Because everybody would be content Nobody would feel any urgency, any urge to do anything. But that is not the world we live in. And the fact that various thinkers, writers, dreamers, visionaries have painted this paradise 
in vivid colours doesn't mean that it is attainable and it even doesn't mean that it is desirable. So we have a very odd paradox which is the very thing that generates our dissatisfaction with the world and that is after all a great deal to be dissatisfied with but the very thing that creates that dissatisfaction and guarantees that it is more or less permanent is a fiction is a dream either of paradise lost to use Milton's famous title or frustration that paradise has not yet or perhaps will not ever be regained these upset us to an extraordinary degree and render us profoundly dissatisfied most of the time so the paradise theorem says absolute equality between everyone everywhere all the time is not attainable not sustainable and almost certainly not even a very good idea thank you for listening